Hi friends, welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom Show. You are in for a special treat today. I cannot wait to get going with you. If you are in a space of feeling like you're stuck, unsure, you don't have clarity, you're just frustrated, then this is the episode for you. But just before we get started, I want to invite you, if you haven't already joined us, to our free Facebook community. I made it just for you, and I hope you will join us. It's the Rooted Working Mom community. It's a safe space to collaborate, connect, be inspired, pray for each other, and really just grow alongside other working mamas. Come join us at bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. That's bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, executive director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. All right, mamas. I have my friend and actually my coach who is above and beyond a beautiful human being. She is also a wife, a mama, a coffee lover, and hashtag PJs all day enthusiast. And I would love to introduce you to Stephanie Gass. She's also the host of a top 25 ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs. It's called the Stephanie Gass Show. She also helps women uncover their God-led callings, create kingdom businesses, launch podcasts, and monetize using courses and coaching. Steph wants women to create true change for themselves and God's kingdom by using their gifts for glory and serving the world with a business that lights them up. Steph believes that when we let God light our path, we'll experience true miracles, live productively, and design a life that fuels your soul. Oh my gosh. Yes. And amen to all of that. I am so honored to have you on the show. Thank you for being with us today. I know you're going to walk us through your five steps to getting unstuck and I can't wait to dig in. Yay. Well, hi, Cynthia. And hello, everyone. I'm so excited to help you get unstuck. Mm, Like, let's do this. (laughs) Yes, let's go. Awesome. Well, so I think the first thing is let's define stuck, Cynthia. You know, here you guys are listening to this episode because you saw the word like get unstuck or I'm feeling stuck. Right. And I think when, as women who often, most of you listening, you have a career, 
you're married, you have children, you have all of this pressure on you and yet you feel stuck, right? Either your marriage is feeling kind of stagnant. You're feeling like you're in a stuck place there. Maybe your motherhood is feeling kind of stuck. You're not connecting with your kids the way that you want. Maybe you're not desiring to show up with them at a high capacity, like something's off or you're feeling stuck in your career. Um, or if you're not, whatever you're doing, you know, whatever you do for your, for your job or for your entrepreneur or in, or in your career, you're stuck there. There's no advancement. I'm not loving where I am. I have this awful boss, like whatever your thing is. So that's what stuck means. And I think, I don't know about you, Cynthia, but I feel like every year I find myself stuck in one of those three areas. Is that something that you face? Oh my gosh. Yes. And I would also maybe add just health and wellness because mm. I feel like that's a little bit of where I am, where I'm at right now, given everything that's been on my plate, but absolutely. True. Uh, that's so true. And even, okay. Even spiritually, right. Because it could be in yeah. wellness. And I think we find ourselves in that one a lot because that usually falls to the, one of the last priorities on our list and then spiritual growth. Maybe you're stuck there. So that's what that is. If you are feeling like that in any of those areas, you're going to want to grab a notebook and pen because we're about to go through five specific things to get you unstuck. This is a unstuck framework. Number one, let's go ahead and dig in. Number one, the first thing you're going to write down is inventory. So I want you to get out a sheet of paper and I want you to write at the top. I am stuck with blank. And I want you to be very specific and descriptive with what you're feeling stuck around. So let's just do an, a live example with them. Cynthia, give me your stuck thing that you're dealing with. Cynthia, let's do an example with your situation just so they have a visual. Yeah. Right now I am stuck with being consistent with my workouts, just given I have a lot going on right now with work and other things. And so trying to find time to spend quiet time with Jesus, get my workout in, get to work, do a great job at work, come back, pour into um, my friends that listen to the podcast, all the things that I feel like God is calling me to do. I feel like that's oftentimes the one thing that kind of goes to the back burner is my movement, my daily movement. Really good. Okay. So you guys heard how Cynthia had a very specific thing that she plugged into the formula. So that's what I want you to do. Now you may have four things that you're stuck with. Like you, like you heard Cynthia just mentioned, I am stuck with consistent workouts. That would be one thing she's going to write at the top of her page. Well, she might have a second page that says I am, I am stuck when it comes to productive time management, because the second thing I heard from her is she has so much on her plate. She's struggling with finding time. She said time to sit with God time to fit in the workout. So I really discovered two problems that Cynthia just said to me. So what I want you to do is write that down. Now we're going to go into step one, which is inventory. We're going to dissect this problem. Okay. We have to take a step back from the problem and we have to write why. Okay. Why am I stuck when it comes to consistent workouts? Well, one thing I just heard her say is time management. I have so much on my plate. So Cynthia's going to write in the I for inventory section, time management, um, so much on my plate. What else, Cynthia, what else is happening? Why? Give me some whys. I think one of the big pieces is I'm not getting to bed early. Okay. And therefore I don't get up early enough to squeeze it in before work. 
Mm-hmm. And so I know that's something that I've struggled with for a while. Mm-hmm. I work really well at nighttime after kids are down and things are a little bit quiet in the house. So being disciplined, if you will, to get to bed before 1030 is a goal that I have that honestly, I don't often achieve. Okay. That's really great. So notice how Cynthia had some specific pain points of why this is happening. She said, I'm going to bed too late. So she would write that down. She said, I have too much on my plate. She would write that down. Um, I pulled out from her time management was something I pulled out. And she said one more thing, which was, I'm not feeling disciplined. So there were four things that Cynthia said are her inventory pain points. Great. So you guys are going to go ahead and do that. Now you can, you can pause us, pause this episode and actually do this live with us. I think that would be great. And we would love to hear your feedback. So let's move to step two, which is to evaluate. Okay. So now what Cynthia is going to do is look at each of those four pain points that she wrote down and she's going to evaluate one thing she can tactically do with, in regards to those pain points that would change the situation. Well, she already did one of them for us. When she said, I'm going to bed too late. She evaluated that if she went to bed by 1030, that would solve that problem. So Cynthia's going to write down bed by 1030. Okay. Now, Cynthia, what else can we tactically do when it comes to too much on your plate? Is there anything that you think you could let go of that's wasting your time right now? And sometimes the answer is no, and that's okay. And is there anything you can do? And I think these go together too much on your plate and time management. Is there anything we can let go of is what I'm asking. Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like I've done a good job trying to let go of some of those things and outsource some help (laughs) and like house cleaning and things like that. Honestly, I think some of it is also the mental load, the overthinking and the trying to plan out and trying to be in control when I'm not because God is those kinds of things. So that's also very draining for me. That takes a lot of my energy as well. Just the worry and the thinking in terms of letting go, I would say being more productive in the evenings with like meal planning. So that way I can come home, get dinner on the table for the boys quicker, and then we can clean up, get ready for bed. And and we can start that process sooner rather than jumping in the shower at 1030 at night. I love that. Okay. So here are the tacticals that I just heard Cynthia say. So one bed by 1030, two relinquishing control. And guys, that is kind of an elusive concept, right? Like, oh, I'd love to relinquish control. But that's something that Cynthia could do. She could, what we're going to move to step three is actually how to do this. And I think what it is, is spending five minutes with God on relinquishing control daily. So that would be what I would write down there. And then the next one, she said, outsourcing help. I would ask Cynthia, is there one more thing you could outsource? So that would be one more thing to look for. And the fourth thing I wrote down for her is an evening routine. So planning an evening routine that's going to happen every day that allows her to get to bed by 1030. Okay. So those are four tactical things we just discovered in the evaluation step. Perfect. Do those feel good to you, Cynthia? Yes. Okay. So let's move to step three, which is implementation. Well, guys, solutions like this feel great. Yay. I have four ideas, but if you don't do anything with them, they don't help you solve this problem of why you're stuck with this issue. You know, we have to make a plan 
in order to execute on these solutions. So number three is implement. And what I mean by that is whatever planning system that you guys use, we need to actually put in these solutions into our plan, you know? So for Cynthia, for example, I would put, and Cynthia, you know, modify this, but 6 a.m., time blocking in five minutes, even 15 minutes with God on control work. What would that look like? Well, if this was me, which I totally deal with the same issue, Cynthia, it is prayer, journal, surrender. Every day, prayer, journal, surrender, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., that's happening, right? So now we've planned in that solution. The next one was to look for one more thing to outsource. Well, Cynthia could pop that into like a Sunday afternoon, put it in her planner. She's going to do... Um, plan one thing to outsource and, you know, contact blank to take it over. That could be what? That could be laundry. That could be deciding to pick up groceries instead of shop. That could be um, outsourcing podcast editing if she wasn't already doing that. Like it's one more thing that we can just open up 30 minutes a week, an hour a week. That's easy. That's an easy one. She can knock off the checklist. The next one is an evening routine. So in order for Cynthia to implement this, she needs an hour to plan what that more, that evening routine is going to consist of. And then she needs to put it in the planner. What what's happening and where, right? What days and what time? So for example, let's say that she decides Sundays at four, I'm going to just meal prep the proteins. I'm going to cook chicken. We're going to shred chicken. I'm going to cook roast beef, whatever. And now I have three days worth of meal on Thursday. I'm going to do it again. So that I have Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I have the proteins cooked. Boom. Then maybe she decides that at seven o'clock, she's going to prep the next day's lunches and the next day's whatever. Um, she also decides, oh man, I don't have people helping me. Well, from now on, boys are doing dishes, husband's doing this. So maybe there's some certain things that need to change or just for her to be more proactive in her planning process when it comes to an evening routine or a meal prep routine that allows her to do what? Get to bed by 10. That's our big goal. Then the last thing is bed by 10. So in her planner, she's going to start to create a routine and habit where at 945, she begins decompressing. Everybody's ready. Everybody's going, getting ready for bed by 10 o'clock. She's getting ready. She's showering. She's ready by 1020. She's in bed. She's moved her phone across the room. It no longer is by like what needs to change so that her to be in bed, ready to go to sleep by 1030. These are simple tweaks that she's putting in a planner, maybe even setting reminders on the phone, Cynthia, until it becomes natural and becomes a routine for you. That's your implementation plan. How does that feel? I like the thoughtfulness behind it. And there's intention where right now it's like, whatever happens, happens tonight. You know, there's, there's not a lot of intentionality behind it, which I don't do well in any way. So I feel like I really am at a place of stuck. And so this is going to be super helpful. And you know, this also, it really helps you in so many other areas too, versus just the, oh man, I need to be consistent on my workouts. Like this is going to help you. We're helping with your morning routine right now. We're helping you get the kids to bed on time. We're helping you get more sleep. You're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. And so we have all these other huge wins from solving this one problem, which is how it often always works out. We get unstuck in one area and all these other areas grow and, you know, we excel in these other areas too. All right. Number four, number four is to actually take action. 
So our fourth step is take action. This is simply doing it, okay? This is doing what you've planned in. A few tips here, communicate this new plan to the people around you so that they can keep you accountable. The other thing for me that helps so much is putting this somewhere where like everyone's looking at it, like make a simple checklist and I put it on like the oven. It's this big sheet of paper. Well, if I'm not checking that off, like I'm kind of like, ooh, like I didn't check off my thing and it works for my kids too. Like we had a checklist yesterday for them of things they needed to to get through. They were going to help mom with laundry and they were going to, and they felt so excited to go run to the list and check the next thing off. It wasn't hiding in a planner that only Stephanie sees. It was like, everyone's looking at this. So for me, that's really, there's something around having other eyeballs on your process. So a few tips there, but really it's just you doing it. So what helps you do it? Um, there could be a reward system. Hey, if I get through this for a week, I can buy that new workout outfit. Hey, if I get through this for a month, you know, um, I can go buy myself that ring I've been wanting, like whatever, if there's a reward system, that's great. How do you perform play to that? Okay. Take action. Now, the only thing we forgot to plug in is through all of this happening, Cynthia should find 30 minutes to begin doing her consistent workouts. That would be something that I would expect her to plan in as well, because she's getting into bed by 1030. She's doing her time with God at six, maybe 515 is when she wakes up so that she has time to make coffee, do a 30 minute workout, everything. Like she's basically built a morning and evening routine, but still sleeping more. It's amazing. Okay. All right. Last but not least, step number five is to revise. So guys, clarity is an evolution. And so is finding things that work for your life. Okay. So on the next Sunday, Cynthia is going to set all this up. Let's say on Sunday, just as an example, she begins on Monday. How's it going? She's going to just ask herself, how's this going? Is this working for me? What's not working of this plan? Am I actually doing these workouts? And maybe she discovers, I hate waking up at 515. Like, I don't want to do it. This is awful. Great. Then where else is that 30 minute workout going to go? Maybe it goes on her lunch break. Maybe it goes at 8 PM at night. I don't know, but Cynthia will know what's not feeling good to her after about a week. So you'll revise your plan just a smidge, and then you're going to set forward with your changes. And I would keep revising weekly until you find the perfect plan that is fitting and feeling great for you going through those five steps again, right? Like, okay, let me inventory why this one isn't working evaluating, implementing something new, planning it in, taking action, and then revising again the following week. Thoughts on the revision process, or is that clear? Oh, that's great. I like the reflection piece of it because we don't have to be perfect, right? Like there's no expectation that we're going to do everything perfectly, that we can tweak it based on maybe how we're feeling that week or Mm -hmm. what's going on in our life that week, but that we are living with intention. Yeah. So let me recap the five steps. Then I'm going to go through a different example that's totally unrelated to health so that maybe you would have another visual. Okay. So five steps to getting completely unstuck one inventory, find the problem and why number two, evaluate what is a tactical thing you can do to change what's not working. Number three, implement, plug it in your planner, plug it into your life. Number four, take action on it daily and communicate that to people who can keep you accountable. And number five, revise and revisit every week until you find that it's become a habit 
and then it's working for you. Okay. So let me give you another example. Let's say that you wrote down, I'm feeling stuck in my marriage, not connecting with my spouse. Okay, great. So you write down that problem. Let's inventory that problem. This is just an example. So I'm just make this up. Let's say that you are saying, why? Well, because we're too, we're too tired to connect. We both have full-time jobs. Our schedules are a bit off. We have a bunch of kids, so we're dealing with them. And then when the weekend comes around, we're both focused on our own to-do list items. And I feel like we're roommates. Let's say that you've written all that down in why what's going on, which is step one of any problem resolution. Number two, evaluate. Okay, what can we do? What can we do? I think what I, the first thing I would say to this person is you have got to make it a priority to find connection time with your spouse. So maybe in evaluate, you write down one hour, one-on-one -on -one exclusive time per week. Maybe that's where you start. It's something that's small. It's something that's an easy commitment. It's not too big. You weren't like, well, we need to go on two date nights a week and connect. And you need to like rub my back every Wednesday. And I need to like, you know, do your like, no, let's just pick one easy. Yes. For both of you. Cause now there's two people involved, right? Okay. Then number three implement. So, Hey, hubby, I've been feeling disconnected from you. I would love it if we could spend an hour together every week. Like, are you open to this? And if you are, um, what can we do? Would you like to go to lunch with me on Sunday? Would you like if Wednesday nights, you know, we had, we had date night just outside on the patio, even though the kids are here, like, what could we do together? That would be an hour. And I think when you open it up to conversation like that, your spouse feels like they matter and it's not forced upon them because maybe they're going to feel like, why well, didn't sign up for that? I'm busy. Or, but when you open up these doors to conversation, you say, what do you think? I think they feel seen in that. So that's picking a plan that works for both of you. That's the implementation. Number four, action. So this for this one would be pretty easy. It would be just making sure that you're equipped and reminding your spouse about your plan. So, hey, remember that Wednesday we're doing a home date night. I got steaks. I got baked potatoes. Like I got, what do you want for dessert? Like getting excited about the event that's happening, planning for it, not forgetting about it, reminding your spouse because maybe they totally forgot. So that would be the action going, following through with it. And then revising is step five. How did you feel? I can't imagine that it wasn't fun for you. I can't imagine that you guys didn't have a great time. I can't imagine that you're not feeling a little more connected and connection builds on connection, right? So as you continue to do that every week, maybe you're like, whoa, four weeks in, we're killing this. Let's add one more thing. Like, let's go through my, this framework again and add the next step for us as a couple. Feedback. Cynthia, does that I feel like a good that. one? Yeah. Okay. I really love that you said connection builds on connection because it's, it gives us momentum and it helps us to continue to operate in that way. And so to me, that was one of the big pieces that I took out of it and knowing that it's worth it. Like there's the reward by going through these steps, by having the courage to take action that we're going to continue to build on these connections that I think as moms, we so want and that we are trying to create in our homes. Yeah, exactly. And 
this is the simple thing is following through with the framework, filling it out. The hard part is execution, you know, and, but any hard thing has fruit on the other side, any hard thing. And, and here's the other piece about hard things. It's only hard the first time you do something. The second time you do that thing, it's going to feel easier. It's going to feel more simple. The second that Cynthia, two weeks in of her figuring out this evening routine, getting to bed by 10, waking up on time to work out, it's not going to feel hard anymore. She's going to be craving it. She's going to feel great about it. She's going to be like, Ooh, what's next? I am optimized over here. You know, like, so it's the thought of doing something hard. That's hard. It's not actually getting through to the other side of it. Cause there's nothing but fruit on the other side of executing things that make your life better, that make you have feel healthier, be more connected to your spouse, be more present in your motherhood or growing more in your career or your work. You know, that always takes hard work, but it's always worth it. And stop <laughs> to be continued next Friday. I hope you'll join us as we continue this amazing conversation with Steph Gass. And we dive into how to get unstuck. If you feel like your spiritual growth is stagnant or you desire it to be in a different place, it's so good, friends. And in the meantime, if you want to connect with Steph, check out her podcast. Again, it's the Stephanie Gas Show, or you can go to stephaniegas.com and that's S T E F. A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S.com to snag free gifts and find out more. And before you go, I want to let you know that the Lean 30 Transformation Hashtag Level Up Group is kicking off October 1st, and it's going to be so incredible. It's for you if you're ready, so ready to get unstuck with your health and wellness. If you commit and go all in, you can get the massive results that you've been wanting and that you so deserve. Imagine if going into Thanksgiving and Christmas, you're feeling and looking your best with tons of clean energy. What if you believe that you are worth it and you go all in with us and come this new year with just, which is really just around the corner, believe it or not, you're starting from a place of momentum and progress in all areas of your life because I believe your health and wellness along with your faith and your spiritual growth impacts your entire life. Mama, I'm not just saying this to say it to you. I'm saying it because I know that when you follow my exact plan and system, it actually works. It works for me and many others. I want to share um, Deidre's story with you. It's from the same time last year. And she says, can I be vulnerable with you? I was searching for something to help me get into shape because I was feeling sluggish, zero energy, and at times winded, but also wanted it to fit into my lifestyle because let's face it, I don't have two hours to work out, nor do I want to. I'd rather be sleeping, laugh out loud. <laughs> I wanted to really test this product to see if it actually did what it said it was going to do. And as of three months later, I'm down 10 pounds, two jean sizes, and see definition all over my body, including underarm, thighs, you know, all the hard 
places to tone. I have so much energy. In the morning, I hit the floor running and I'm still full of energy in the evening. Each month, I was continuously seeing more and more results, so I stuck with it. Not only am I losing pounds, but the collagen in the products is repairing and connecting the fibers around my cells to keep my body healthy. This works for me. It fits into my lifestyle, and the bonus is I can take it anywhere with me. If you're struggling with your weight or just want to get over a plateau, it does work. And if you're consistent and willing to put in the time and allow it to do its job. So mama, if you are ready for all of this, again, I want to invite you to join our Lean 30 Transformation group. You are going to get me helping you every step of the way, and you will get everything you need to reach your goals. You're going to get healthy recipes, eating out guides, 15 easy to follow video workouts, daily giveaways, and as a bonus, I will be giving away two free 30-minute unstuck coaching sessions with me. And you will have a new community to walk through this journey with you and so much more. If you're serious and so ready and you're tired of being tired and you're ready to commit, DM me at Cynthia.p.castro or email me at rootedworkingmom at gmail.com ASAP. Don't wait. One, two, three, go. Because I only have seven more spots available. I'm actually only taking on 10 clients so that you get me every step of the way, locking arms with you while you crush your goals and transform your life. As always, I hope this blessed you and I hope that you have a beautiful day. I'll see you next Friday. Take care, mama. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us, praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.